Okay, um, hello everybody uh, and welcome to the uh, Powered by Precision podcast. This week, just with Julian, unfortunately, um, Mike's indisposed, so couldn't, um, couldn't make it. But there's, um, there's terrific news because this is our um, first uh, podcast with a special guest. And I'm delighted to welcome um, Sue Spencer, um, uh, known on Twitter by the greatest handle I've ever heard beast mode grandma so we'll um we'll talk about that in a second sue um and so so similar um themes to what we normally go through in terms of discussing fitness but uh given myself and um, my interest in in all things over 50s and particularly over 50s um fitness um today's conversation will be a little bit more skewed towards that and hopefully it's something you really enjoy um if you do um please um click like, share, all the kind of buttons that are kind of above and below, depending on which um, way you're accessing this uh, podcast. So, um, as I said, first of all, just a proper welcome to Sue. And I've also got to say thank you for getting up at a, well, actually, uh, for you, an ungodly hour. So in your part of the world, it is five in the morning or something like that? Yeah, yeah. I live on the west coast of um, Canada, so uh, a little bit of a time change. <laughs> Absolutely. But I We've used got an to get up this early. I, I I do my workouts and stuff like that first thing in the morning. So, yeah, inspirational stuff. So, um, thank you very much for making the time to to join. So, I think so. Just what would just be great is maybe you can just tell us a little bit about um, yourself and 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 kind of what you do because it's a, it's a it's a great story. Well, I'm um, 66 and um, was never an athlete as a younger person. Um, I am now for sure, um, but I didn't start um, even going to the gym, working out, anything like that until I was about 58 and um, kind of realized like, oh my gosh, 60s coming up pretty quick. And um, my um, daughter was pregnant with my grandson and I thought, well, what's that going to be like? I was incredibly overweight and really didn't do much exercise or movement at all. So I started in the gym and I really, um, I kind of did a couple of things. I, um, I made a, um, a decision that I was going to um, just say yes to opportunities that came my way and whatever the possibilities were from those. And so I changed my mindset really dramatically. I spent a bit of time really thinking about what I wanted to do with the rest of my life, because even at less than 60, you're kind of, you still have like a good 25 years left. You know, people at 40 are always like, oh my God, my life is over. And I'm like, you're kind of halfway there unless you get really sick. So um, anyway, I sort of took that attitude. So when I went into the gym, I um, had no intention of working with a personal trainer. I just sort of committed to myself that I was going to do 18 months until I turned 60 of, of working out. And, and um, you know, things just sort of happened and, and because I'd already decided I was going to say yes, I sort of did and um, ended up working with this personal trainer that um, I worked with up until just um, six months ago when he retired from personal training and has gone on to do some other things um, and um, discovered I was really strong. And so out of that, to make a long story shorter, um, I started doing lifting and um, 
lost a lot of weight that I needed to lose, but more importantly, changed my eating habits, changed, um, you know, just my routine of, you know, getting up at five o'clock in the morning and getting going and going and working out and doing stuff like that on my way to work. I'm retired now, so I can be a little bit more flexible with that. But um, I got myself into a really, really good routine, which was was huge for in my mornings. And I knew that if I did it on my way to work, I would do it. If I did it after work, you know, there's just so many times that you can find an excuse that there's something else that you got to do. So you're not going to, you're not going to do it. Um, so after I'd lost quite a bit of weight, it took me about 18 months or so to lose the majority of the weight that I needed to lose. And my trainer said, you need a new goal because that's what's really pushing you to make changes is, is having a goal that you're trying to hit. And, um, and I think that's true with anyone. It doesn't matter what your goal is, but you do need to have a goal. So I started thinking about what that might be. And um, my brother-in-law had been a swimmer in the World Masters Games in Edmonton years ago. And I thought, oh, I wonder if they have weightlifting. And I was thinking more like powerlifting, like the deadlift and, and squat and the bench press, because that's the stuff that we had done that far and they didn't have that in the in the world masters games but they had olympic lifting which is the same as what you would see when you watch um the olympics the those are the movements the snatch and the clean and jerk or what you see um in the competition there and so i walked into the gym and i just really naively said you know okay i've got my goal i want to um go to world masters games in 2017 in new zealand and do olympic lifting and um he just sort of said okay he'd been an athlete you know in his youth and and you know he's not that old he's only 35 now but he um he'd played ball and he'd played basketball and he'd done Olympic lifting when he was in college in the U S. So, um, he said, yeah, we can do that. So probably about, that was probably about, um, maybe 2015, 2014 that we started that. And so I had no idea how technical the sport is. It's very, very technical, which has some really awesome side effects because um, you have to be so focused on what you're doing that mentally it's it's really it strengthens your mind it strengthens your memory it strengthens your muscle memory for sure but um, you know you I just spend that hour in the gym I'm working on some particular movement and I'm done and I'm like oh that was like amazing it was almost like meditating for an hour because you're so focused on what you're doing all those other thoughts that of anything else going on in your life or around you, you just sort of, you don't notice. And so it's really a good healing thing that way, really good for your mental health. So I started doing that. I um, competed for the first time in 2016 when I was 62. And um, I did go to World Masters Games in New Zealand. I'm planning on going to uh, World Masters Games 2021 in um, Japan next spring. That's sort of where I'm working towards now. With COVID, it's made some big changes. But um, yeah, I def just 
discovered this Olympic weightlifting that um, seems like such an odd thing for, for someone my age to do just out of the blue. But I absolutely love it. And I love all the people that are involved in it. And um, there's a lot of a lot more women now because of CrossFit, because Olympic lifting is part of, you know, some of the things that they do in CrossFit. But um, it's just so amazing how many people there are. And actually, not a lot of women my age. So yes, when I go, most likely, I'm the only person in my in my weight class because within an age class there's five um every five years there's a, a a new age class but also within you know in olympic lifting there's also probably about six or seven weight classes so you know quite often you have nobody that you're specifically competing against um to win a medal so yeah you you um you know, like when somebody says, oh, you got a gold medal. And I'm like, well, well wait a minute. <laughs> you know, yes, it's amazing because I have gone and done it. But um, I more focus on um, improving my lifts and, and, and um, just getting better and being able to lift heavier weights. But also um, I go in and I look at what the world record is or the record for somebody in my age group in, in the past, in that weight class, what they've done. And I just aim for how close I can get to do that, you know, whether I can match it or whatever. And um, when I went to the Pan American Games uh, or Pan American Masters weightlifting last year in um, Orlando, I actually got three Pan American records which was pretty cool. And one wow. of them was, one of them was actually a world record. And then when I went to the world masters, um, weightlifting in Montreal last summer, um, that one record that I had, um, I beat it by another kilo. So, um, I've got it. I've got a world record from the actual world masters. So that, that was pretty cool. So it's fantastic. You know, judge, judging from people that are younger, the weights that I lift are not that huge. For my age group, yes, they are. But I find it really exciting that I see all these women that are in their 40s and, you know, like the 40 to 45 age category or 45 to 50 and up. Like, it's amazing how that group is growing. Like right now, there's probably in my age group, there's probably about 10 women that regularly compete internationally. I don't know how many there would be that would do it locally, but there's about that, you know, say maybe 25 women total that do that across the world. Whereas when you get a few age groups down, there's just more and more women doing it because, um, uh, CrossFit has opened that up that people have, have got interested in it and then and then started doing it. So it's pretty exciting to see that that's, you know, in 10 years from now, the women in my age class, it will be a much more robust group of people and they probably will be lifting a lot more than what I'm lifting now because they'll have started a lot earlier doing it. So it's kind of neat to, to watch it, but man, there's a group of women that are in the 70 plus age category and they do some pretty good lifts. So 
doesn't end. There's a woman that's in her mid seventies now that started when she was 70. So. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And, 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 I, and I think one of the things that's, that, that's particularly inspiring about your story is, is obviously, you know, picking something else up at, a, at, a, at an age when um, society in so many ways is kind of kicking people to the curb or making you think it's all a bit too late. So, so kind of defying and kind of redefining what that means is incredible. And I think the, um, the goal setting kind of part, because we talk a lot about midlife and beyond. And so actually to have started something done what you'd wanted to do first of all and then kind of decided okay what next and then set your bar even higher is kind of um something inspirational can, can, can i just ask a question linked to that sue because actually in terms of the level of training you're very modestly describing your weights as not being that that huge compared to others but i mean if you could just give us a sense of the kind of ranges of weights and actually the level of training because the technical parts You've touched on i think i'd love to hear a bit more about that because that's fascinating but actually this is something you're you're pretty committed to in terms of what you're doing on a, a day in day out basis yeah so <laughs> well when i started i started working out three days a week with a trainer and then um you know i kind of i wouldn't say i was obsessed with it but i i think because it was so new to me i um i i went six days a week and sometimes seven and almost thinking that you know like oh my gosh i i need to keep going because if i don't then i'm gonna you know like s stop doing it because people are always like oh i've heard that story before that you're gonna go to the gym or you know like or you're gonna do something in particular so to begin with i um you know i did other exercises and stuff like that on the other days but i've always worked three days a week with a trainer and um when he stopped training in, in um, December, I had a whole bunch of other things that went on, like my mom passed away and, and then I decided I was going to retire. So, and then COVID of course has just shut everything down, but I do have um, a gym in my living room. <laughs> People think I'm kind of quirky and weird, but I, that's what it's like. I've got a, um, a weight rack and I've got, um, um, a 35 pound uh, barbell and, and weights so that I could actually lift 135 pounds if, with, the, with the bumper plates and stuff like that if I, if I was doing that and, and I've got other stuff. So um, I kind of equipped myself. Luckily, I had some stuff, but I equipped myself before the shutdown happened here in mid-March. So I've had stuff that, that um, I've been able to use. So, but it's still, you know, motivation going to the gym and your routine really makes a difference. So when the gyms here opened again, um, I made a point of going every day until just recently, I've actually gone every day because I wanted to get back in the routine and also um, get, make sure that my strength was back to where it had been because you know when you're not doing anything you've got really good muscle muscle memory usually but you know like if you sort of slack off for six months then you can't expect to be you know, back where you were before so i did that and i um i've just started working this week with um another trainer and um so a lot of it we're going to do i'll do on my own she's building programs for me and then once a week or so um, we'll connect up and, and do a session together. So, because I find as you get older, 
for me anyway, I do much better if um, I'm doing something wrong and somebody corrects me. It doesn't matter what it is. If you get that correction right away and then you correct it, then you move on to doing things better. Whereas if you, you know, are just getting, sending a video to someone and like a week later, they're like, oh, uh, that was wrong. Well, then you've already imprinted in your mind that you're, gotcha. yeah. <laughs> that you're, you're, you know, you're doing it that way. So that's been a challenge for me, um, definitely, because I just didn't have any sports background. So um, when I started, like everything was new and um, I'm definitely testament to the fact that if you, you know, are bullheaded enough to keep going, you actually can learn a complete new set of, you know, muscle memories, you know, you're either fast twitch or slow twitch. And if you're slow twitch, then you kind of need to get some keys to be able to, to help you do the other. So, um, yeah, I, I generally am pretty diligent about um, being active five days a week, at least now, or six, um, if I can. I have a, a stand-up paddleboard that I bought after I retired, and I live quite close to the ocean, so um, I've been using that, and um, that's really good for core strength and stuff. Wow. Like wow. Yeah. I just love the way you kind of, there's always something incredible extra that you kind of just slip in around a bit of stand-up paddleboarding, which just, I think standing up would kind of finish me off, but I mean, more than I was yeah. before. <laughs> I, I, I just explore a bit further see because i think the um the sort of inspirational kind of part of it and the the sort of setting your mind to go and do something and then moving it on which i think is sort of quite relevant to to what we're, we're trying to do with this podcast so so one of the bits that I'm, I'm, I'm fascinated by was what what were the sort of the triggers so you've, you've kind of talked a bit about the triggers to go and start but actually in terms of maintaining that motivation in going because quite often what you'll find is people will think you know i need to go and lose some weight or i've got a a problem or an issue or something's kind of bugging me i want to go and do it but then quite often people will start and then kind of slow down or stop whereas for you it's the opposite you've kind of made your mind up you've started and you've gone all in and then all in again to the point where you've got all that stuff in your your living room so what was the what was the sort of trigger what was the sort of motivation what were the what were the sort of tips that maybe you could share that um that might help other people who are well, thinking about things but haven't quite gone that far yet it it definitely definitely is just really a change of mindset. And, and, you know, like I said at the beginning, I made that decision. I was just going to say yes to opportunity. And, you know, it doesn't matter what age you are, you know, when you, when somebody's got an illness and you, you know, somebody will give them, you know, like a headache or something. And um, someone will say, well, you know, have you tried this? Have you tried that? And they're sort of like, oh, no, 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 that doesn't work. That doesn't work. They're not willing, you know, like they're willing to complain, but they're not willing to actually do any action to try and help themselves. And um, I think we're all, that's sort of the nature of most people that um, the easier way is to not do action. And um, so because I changed my mindset to that, I was going to say yes to opportunity, then it kind of shifted the way I thought about things. So, you know, like when I first went to the gym, the manager was showing me around and I'm like, oh, well, I don't use some of those machines because of my knees. And 
And um, he's like, oh, well, we have a guy that can help you with that. So I'm like, okay. So yeah. then it snowballed. And then once you start doing that, it's like anything um, that is a routine, you know, once you build your routine, then it's easy to keep it up as opposed to starting it. And so, um, yeah, it just sort of snowballed. And I think that that's the thing. Once it starts to snowball, you also see, you start to see some real dramatic results. You lose weight, you're stronger, you're, you, your mind is clearer, all different things for, you know, depending on what you're doing. And I think that that's sort of a, a push that for me, that really helped me, you know, like, oh, well, hey, this is actually working. And so you keep going and keep going. And then it just becomes habit. For me, exercise is part of my day now. And I can remember thinking years ago, like, oh my God, why do these people need to have a gym in the hotel when they travel? Like, that's so ridiculous. Well, now I have to have a gym in a hotel when I travel because it's important. It's, 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 it's not that you're obsessed with working out. It's, it's part of your daily routine. And if your daily routine is to get up and have a coffee and read the newspaper and then um, go for a walk, that's part of your routine. And that's what makes the rest of your day successful. So I think that that's, um, for me, that was definitely it. And, um, you know, I, I've had people sort of say to me like, oh, I could never do that because, you know, I couldn't leave my family in the morning and just, you know, go and do that. And I happen to be single, so, you know, it doesn't matter. But, <laughs> but you know, like I, you know, like it, it doesn't matter. You have to have your own me time. And I think the, the older we get, the more important having that self-care and um, personal time that you look after yourself. And I don't mean like somebody getting a pedicure, a manicure, or a haircut. I mean, really spending time looking after yourself and whatever that might be, whether it's taking the time to sit and read a book or um, do some meditation or journaling or, um, getting out and doing some kind of movement or all of those. Um, that's what we need to do as we get older, because I think that's how you become a healthy older person. It's fascinating. And, and again, as you say, it seems to make um, a, an awful lot of sense. So um, if I can kind of ask you a sort of final question, because that's been, that's been fascinating and, and, and really, really um, helpful and, and, and useful for everyone who's going to be listening. So I guess it's, um, what, what, what's next, Sue? Because you, you obviously, as you said, you, once you set your mind to something, you're very strong. So you've got Japan lined up for next year, but you don't strike me as someone who's kind of just going to do that and then worry about what's next. So is there anything else in your mind about future goals well, or challenges? I have a company that I'm, I'm in the process of making into something that's viable and continues on. And it really just deals with um, helping people that are like me that, you know, like, cause there's hundreds and thousands of people who are older that were athletes and were, were active when they were younger and just need to continue on. But I think I'm a bit of an anomaly in a lot of ways in that um, I didn't start until I was later and I found success at being um, active and, you know, 
I don't look like an athlete, but I can assure you <laughs> that I am. And I, and I think that um, there's so many of us, particularly women that go through menopause and, and get to this point where they're like, everything's changing for them and they're not sleeping well. And, and then they're, they're thinking, well, what's left? You know, is this the end of my life? You know, is it over? I've heard people say that and I just think like, oh, heck no, you know? Um, so helping people just sort of build some strategies of how to make some changes in their life and how to continue on. So my, um, my company's name is Lift You Up Coaching, and I go by that on Instagram as well as, as on Twitter. But Beastmo Grandma is also my, um, my Twitter handle as well as um, on Instagram. I kind of have connected the Lift You Up Coaching and 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 Beastmo Grandma on Instagram because Beastmo Grandma is such a fun name. <laughs> I didn't want to lose it. I figured somebody would snatch it up pretty quick when I, um, if I got rid of it. So, yeah. Well, yeah. I say it's, it, it, that's a, it's a sensational name. Well, look, well, that's um that, that that's fantastic. Um, I just like to say thanks very much indeed for the for the time again, Sue. That's been a really uh, really interesting uh, conversation. Um, as I said, if everyone's watching or listening, you've, you've heard anything that you're interested in finding out more, please follow us around all the links that will be kind of above or below this when you, um, you find mm -hmm. it on, on, on social media. Um, and the, uh, the hope is we'll be back again in um, a couple of time, a couple of weeks time with, um, with Mike, who's hopefully um, back in, uh, back in business. But thanks very much, Sue. Good luck with everything. And um, thanks. Yeah, been a pleasure.